Welcome to Tigers in 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast hosted by lead writer Christian Fowler, where he brings you the latest interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and more in both football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Here is your host, Christian Fowler. All right, Representative Cohen, thanks for joining me. And first thing I want to ask you is actually we saw your tweet, uh, I believe it was last night, about the NCAA. So just overview when you look at you know what's going down over the past 12 to 14 hours, what are your thoughts overall? Well, when I first saw it, I was totally shocked and, 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 and uh, saddened. James Wiseman is a wonderful, wonderful young man. Uh, I've communicated with him some since he was at East. And he's always impressed me and impresses me every time I communicate with him, mostly through uh, some private messages, but as a, just a very courteous, intelligent, uh, focused young man. And I know his, he's taken a difficult curriculum, uh, intense curriculum at East, and done very well. He is indeed a student-athlete. And the NCAA should be encouraging student-athletes to play in the NCAA and not to go to Australia or New Zealand, or China, or wherever. And for him to have his hopes of playing college basketball and for his high school coach, who he so admires, uh, Penny Hardaway, and to play with Alex Lomax and, and Ryan Boyce and Malcolm Dandridge, uh, other East High uh, uh, stars that he played with during high school, it's just a shame, and it's just wrong. It's not what the NCAA ought to be doing. I don't think that the penalty was rightly and uh, assessed in that they had told them apparently in May that everything was all right. They knew about the, the, the contribution Penny made to the uh, Hall of Fame. They knew about the uh, money that Penny gave um, uh, James Wiseman's mother to help with the move, and, uh, and whether it makes that much difference or not, but I'm sure it's, it's part of the fact uh, for the case that makes the story. James didn't know about it. And... Uh, it just shouldn't, it shouldn't, they, they should take, when you do justice, and I was a lawyer and had most of my life, I practiced law. Um, law is law, but law is tempered by mercy, and that's how justice comes. Law tempered by mercy is justice, and he should have justice, and that's what the NCAA should do. So I, this morning I got up and I thought, I'm going to, I want to do something, and I thought, I don't have the opportunity to do a press release at this point. I don't know if it would have had the same effect, so I tweeted, which has become the, the, the 21st century uh, press release almost, and, and at the NCAA, hoping they'd see it and get it and, um, and take, take a little bit of consideration into it that they need to do justice and that uh, uh, James had done nothing wrong. Penny had didn't have any foreseeable uh, future as a, as a coach. And, and, in fact, Alex Lomax and Ryan Boyce, who were on that team, had both side with UAB and Wichita State, uh, not expecting and thinking Penny was going to be in Memphis, or he would certainly discourage him from signing with either of those schools. So there's just no uh, nexus. There's no uh, key to him getting James Wiseman to go to Memphis, and that's not the reason he did it, and, and it's, just, it's not just. And they So they did verify apparently in May, and then according to something I read uh, on Jeff Caulkins' column, that they, re, they said that it was put out an error, but that they have an error rule, and they stand by their previous statement that was put out prematurely, and because the error rule, it was they were standing by it. And so for them, they've they basically, I would say, stopped to, to claim he's ineligible once they've said he was eligible with all the facts present, and then re, 
iterated their 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 uh, conclusion that he was eligible. So I think there's an argument to be made, and uh, certainly justice would uh, dictate that he James Wiseman gets to play a year of college. So how odd is this situation when you really start peeling back the layers and you mention a couple of the specifics when you look at um, Penny Hardaway had actually or the University of Memphis had actually told the NCAA uh, that they had given money at the beginning of this year, and now they're bringing that back up once again. Um, and then also, like you said, with the error, the NCAA admitted that they made an error but said that they would still allow James to be eligible and keep their initial ruling because that's what they ruled. And then six months later, they come back on that, and that's the reason that they're ruling him ineligible now. How odd of a situation is that overall? Well, it just, it's, 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 I think it's extremely unusual. But then the, the NCAA doesn't seem like they're very efficient at doing their work. We've had other situations to where they've ruled players eligible or ineligible uh, right at the beginning or the first week of the college season. They've had a whole year or summer off season to ascertain eligibility for, for players, and as I've seen in football and basketball too, and they don't make decisions for the last minute, and sometimes they're, they're, they're favorable and sometimes they're adverse. Uh, they haven't made a ruling on Stokes yet. And I presume um, their attitude, which appears to be negative toward the university, and and um, they haven't. They was a player at UT, a center, who they haven't made a ruling on either. I don't think as of a few days ago, um, the coach are trying to get eligible. They ought to have these things done. They don't have that many requests. They've got one season. They ought to get them done in the off season, and they don't seem to, to get their work done. So the fact that they waited until just hours before the first tip off. It just shows that there's something amiss in the NCAA's program. Uh, they should give notice to, their, to the school, so the school could, if they decide and then feel like, oh well, we, the guys that eligible, that they can get an, another player to start playing center and get prepared for the season. They're not looking out for their for their membership. They're not looking out for uh, uh, at all, and for, the, and for the fans. And it's just it's just wrong that they take to the last minute to. to to issue a ruling, and they've done that in other occasions, and it makes me wonder about their whole process. Absolutely, and then the whole basis for their argument is the fact that Penny donated a million dollars back in 2008, which was nine years before he helped James move, which once again, he was not at Memphis or affiliated with Memphis at that time. He was still at East High School as the head coach there. So the situation as a whole really goes back to that moment, and when you look in the NCAA bylaws, they actually say, uh, if a donor is considered a booster because of a certain amount of money donated, it stands for an indefinite amount of time. So they do not have a specific timetable on, the, on that, whether it's five years or ten years. But that's what their case is really built on. So how encouraging do you think that is, You know, given your background with, with the way that is worded, being called indefinite? How encouraging is that for James Wiseman's case? Well, you can make an argument that everything should have some kind of a, of a, uh, a statute of limitations. I don't know if the, if the courts would buy that or not. They could take it into an equitable decision, and that's something that equity can can consider. And, and I suspect if uh, I don't know which court they're going to be in, but equity is always something could be considered. Um, I, I you know, and even making a contribution, uh, I, I would be surprised if Penny didn't make other contributions to the university. They haven't brought up any. I'd be surprised if he didn't contribute in other years. Um, but but even if he didn't, if his Involvement with the player was not when he was pursuing him and, and, and to go to the University of Memphis. And, in fact, I don't really know if, if, if there was a pursuit of James Wiseman to go to the University of Memphis. Every, I guess Memphis throws out offers. If you look at 
on 247 sports. You look at who they've offered in, in football and basketball, and you've got almost every five-star has been offered by Memphis. Every five-star, not just to the Memphis area, but all over the country. And I'm not saying everyone, but tons of them. Right. That we have no shot at, and they offer them all. But offering them and having a realistic chance to get them and a realistic offer are two different things. So they might have had some type of offer to Wiseman, but I don't think they were really pursuing him because I don't think Tubby thought he had any chance to get him. And Penny made it pretty clear he wasn't sending his players to Memphis anyway because he didn't think that Tubby would have coached him well and didn't like uh, Memphis as a under Tubby as a, as a place for the, his programs of athletes to continue their, their, their career and their, and their academic uh, efforts. So I don't, I don't know that we were really looking at Wiseman at the time. So if, you, if you're a booster and you give some money to a kid, and there's a, obviously there's a purpose, in, which is to get him to play for your high school team, not to go to the University of Memphis, that should be something in the rules that say that it's, it's, it's not a violation if it's not for the purpose of, of getting him to go to your alma mater where you were a booster or the school. You don't have to be an alumnus, but the school where you're a booster if your gift uh, uh, is not with that in mind and that's not the intent, then it should not be used against you and you should not be prohibited. And it wasn't in that case. It was a, a totally different motive to get him to come to Memphis and play at East and for his AAU team. And, 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 and in fact, there was a uh, – there, there, I don't think Memphis was if, – if, if they were, it wasn't you – know, like I say, it was a, not a legitimate recruit. It was like any other five-star they put on there we've offered. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So what was your immediate reaction as a fan when you see this news come out last night? Uh, just what, what are the emotions like? What were you thinking? What was going through your head when you saw this? Well, I just sunk, and I thought, how could this happen? I was just about to go to the game, and uh was over to a, a, a little gathering, and I just my, 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 my mind went to Don Poyer, only in Memphis and in the movies. Makes sense. Um, and then, you know, you talk about your reaction, and you also spoke about James and uh, speaking with him some through direct messaging and, and knowing the type of person he is. I also have a good personal relationship with James. We did a lot of film work with him and stuff, so I know the type of person and the type of character that James has. So, how you know, how upsetting is it to see a kid like this who really is an amazing kid? I don't think it's – there's no pl- publicity stunt from him. I think he truly is a genuine kid. So, you know, how what is it like to see it for someone like this have to go through – this in his freshman season? Well, he shouldn't have to go through it ever. And his freshman season is probably his only season. And, and the expectations that he had to play on a team in his home city uh, and, and with his teammates, he and Alex Lomax have got a great relationship, and this is going to take that opportunity away with him. He doesn't want to go to Australia. Uh, um, you know, they're just... It's just totally wrong, and it, it never. This shouldn't have happened. And and I, I sent James a, a message last night, and I said, "Keep your head up. You've done nothing wrong, and have a great future." And he responded to me within 25 minutes. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. With hands in prayer. 
he's just a great guy, great kid, head on his shoulders. Uh, I, I, I think he took Chinese even when he was in, in high school. But he's got, he's, he's, I got into a deal many years ago when I suggested the one-and-done rule was wrong, and I do think it's wrong. Uh, the kid's talented enough that he wants to go straight to the pros. They can play pro tennis. They can play. Uh, they, they go straight into pro baseball, uh, major league, uh, if they want. And uh, I see no reason why basketball players shouldn't. Um, golfers can play straight and don't have to go to college. Uh, football's different. Football's physical, but you know you can do it in any sport except football and basketball which happen to be the ones that are predominantly African-American. Uh, you know, golf, tennis, there's some African-American athletes, baseball, but they're predominantly not African-American. They're, they don't put restrictions on you. You want to be an 18-year-old golfer, right at it. Same thing for tennis, same thing for baseball. But they do in basketball, it's wrong. So I suggest it was wrong, and they should be able to go. And somebody had responded, and they said a particular player whose name out, well, I can mention his name, it was Thaddeus Young. And they said Thaddeus, and I said Thaddeus Young is not going to go back to school at Georgia Tech. That's absurd. And his coach, and I forget who it was now, but he called me and we got we talked and we were I think we were on a radio show somewhere. And he said Thaddeus is a great young man and Thaddeus may be phenomenal, but he said Thaddeus will come back to Georgia Tech and will get his degree. Well, with the exception of the, the basketball court where the uh, Hawks play, I don't think Thaddeus has been back to Atlanta once. And players don't go back and get their degrees. James will. James will get his degree. And uh, I, t- I, I told him one of my tweets to James, uh, I told him, keep your teammates straight and focused. You should win the conference. You can win it all. You're, in, you're indeed a unicorn. And uh, uh, just encourage him what he can do for the city. And uh, he said, that, I hope to see you soon. And, yes, sir, I will continue to be a leader for my team and for the city of Memphis. I mean, he's, he's got the potential to be a great leader for our city. So this is not just a loss to the basketball program and to the fans. It's a loss for the city in the future because James Wiseman's got the potential to be a great civic leader. Absolutely. Well, Representative Cohen, I thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your insight on James, the case, and obviously your insights as being a Memphis fan. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers in 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this interview, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information.